Hey, hi everybody. I'm Carolyn Elliott. And this is Layla Bernard. And you are listening to the Sleepover podcast. So first of all, we really want to give a big shout out, tons of glorious thanks to all of the people leaving such sweet reviews that are touching our hearts immensely. It's, I mean, the reach outs that I get from you guys on my Instagram make my life make sense. It, you know, I never thought that I would understand how to be of service with all the weirdness that I contain. And it honestly brings me to tears sometimes to just receive the resonance that you guys are having with what we're talking about. It makes me feel like, damn, like, yeah, we're on it. We're on it. Like, because it's making the hot girls hot. Like, it's the, the hot girls, the beautiful, intelligent, smart, magical girls are feeling the vibration and it is turning them on. And we can say more about this later, but this, we know we're right. This, I is mean, a, this is a general principle of life that I yeah. learned both from Nicole Daydone and Jack Parsons, which is whatever turns on hot women is the correct choice. It's the truth, basically. Whatever... And all women are hot. Like, whatever right, exactly. turns on women. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, whatever arouses yeah. women is the correct answer. It's true. Hot pussy, wet pussy is yes. That's like in the Ouija board of the universe, wet pussy is an arrow to the yes. And just life tip, friends, like... Male listeners, if you're out there. Well, I'm not even... I'm just... I'm talking about anybody. 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 (laughs) Life tip. If you have a decision to make, let's say you have two options Mm. or whatever, it's the option that turns on women that you go with because that is correct. And it doesn't matter if your goal doesn't have to be sleeping with women or doing anything. It's just... What turns us on? What gets them excited? What makes them laugh? That's what's what amazing. makes them want to do more? That's what the makes am- them want to show up? That's the amazing stuff that needs to happen. That is the new world. The beautiful new world that we love will come out of the joy of women. So that's the rubric. Not spreadsheets. Not logic. Just like... Not good and bad. Columns of good and bad and judgments. Just Both. pleasure but in what, the pussy. Are yeah. we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay, good. It's happened to us that our gems have gotten lost before. No, okay, no, no. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm trying to find. Um, but so I think we okay, should. Okay, so, so we so should have can an I episode. Introduce our episode. Wait, one second. Okay. Though. I think we should have an episode. It's it won't be this one, but soon we will go through our good reviews and oh, and God. talk talk yes. to those folks. But today is a special day because we received out of the many glowing, beautiful, loving reviews. One review that was not Ouch. as glowing, not as glowing, a little bit challenging to our content, which, you know, we can handle. It's not a problem. But we wanted to read this because it stood out. It honestly stood out. Yes. So, Carolyn, would you like to read the review? Yes. And I think this was... What's the title of the review? The title, good Butt. Good Butt. Oh, Good Butt Ellipses. I thought that was, like, in the, like, editing of the screen. No, that's just the title. Oh, yeah, and it's it's a four star review. Four star uh, review. So, mm. I mean, and I think it's mostly in reply to our episode about Instagram as a tantric meditation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's from it's me, Brian Levy. Uh, hey, Brian. Hi, Brian. If you're listening. All right. I don't know. It's really informative on the explainer episodes, but it's gotten very, very vapid. vapid. You get the feeling that all this esoteric knowledge is used for these folks in justifying decisions that they would have already made without that esoteric knowledge, and that nothing is is really being accomplished 
Oh my God. mm -hmm. The episode that lost me fully is the Instagram equals tantric meditation or whatever it was. Like, come on. No. No, literally no. Scrolling Instagram is doing nothing. It helps nothing. It doesn't center anyone. It's not opening Opening your your chakras. Sorry. (laughs) I like reading it in unison, Carolyn. Go on. (laughs) It's just a brainless addiction we all have and not brainless in the peaceful meditative way. Oh. It just makes everyone more distracted, mostly. Especially this week, when we've had this giant leak from Facebook about how there's internal studies from their Instagram division, about how that endless scroll literally makes people, especially teens, let's think about the teens, people. Yep. (laughs) What about the children? The children. (laughs) Feel terrible about themselves and seeks ways to profit off their misery. Why put out an ep? about how spiritually good scrolling Instagram is. I don't know. It just really bugged me. Four stars, though. Can't, Can't knock, knock the, the hustle. hustle. So There are several things I want to respond to. But, but the, first but of the all... First, the first thing to say is... Oh, okay, okay, Brian. Okay, Brian. <laughs> okay, Brian. <laughs> okay. Just, okay, Brian. Okay. Sure. Actually, sure. Um... But I guess, I mean, gosh, do I start from the bottom and go back? Or, like, do I start from the top and go down? First of all, I want to say thank you for recognizing the hustle. Recognizing the hustle. We are out here hooking for the divine consciousness, trying to hustle for that awakened, non-dual awareness. And if that just, you know, I'm willing to take all the side eye in the world for hustling for the Lord. I just really am. God, goddess, whatever you want to call it, like... So I just want to say that when I read this, mm. what really smacked me in the face was a big old wave of misogyny. Just like, <laughs> drowning in the surf, trying to get up, <laughs> crashing waves. What struck you as the most misogynistic about it, Carolyn? Uh, I think most misogynistic about it. Um may have been calling us vapid. The vapid started it off, not I don't know the most, but also really the hatred like okay. Oh, my my favorite the most the most anti feminine thing I saw in here is when he says uh oh when Brian so points out that our vapidness um gives him the feeling that all this esoteric knowledge is just used for these folks in trying to justify decisions they would already make without that esoteric knowledge and that nothing is really being accomplished and i just want to pause here <laughs> and i want to consider the words of great sages who said at first there was a mountain and then i learned and studied and i no longer saw the mountain and then i returned and there was a mountain again So the path of enlightenment or seeking higher consciousness or whatever it is we think we're doing with all this chakra opening and whatever is a circular path where you wind up at the beginning. The mountain that you were looking at at the beginning turns out not to have been a horrid, shameful illusion that you can't trust. And in the end, you look at the mountain and you finally can perceive with clear eyes, the fucking beauty of the goddamn mountain. First there is a mountain, mountain then, then there, there is, is no mountain, mountain, then there is. First there, there is, is a mountain, mountain then, then there is no mountain, mountain then there is. 
<laughs> so that's Donovan. That's a Donovan song. Highly recommend. He's a genius. So, and that's like essentially the nature of like a very huge part of the misogynistic drive is like frustration with nothing happening. It's it just goes round and round. It just doesn't seem to be trying to accomplish much. It's just getting its jollies and wanting to be it's just being yeah it's just enjoying existence and like <laughs> yeah the obsession with accomplishment yes attainment and, and attainment. explainment the oh. explainer episodes were good but the rest nah. yeah. just, just like you know <laughs> accomplishment right like it's it's all about that money shot like <laughs> oh but then you're also kind of gross if you're hustling both <laughs> right both and because like Use a hoe if you's trying to, like... Well, well what I'm saying is, yeah. like, the male obsession with accomplishment, mm-hmm. I feel like, has something to do with the the cli- the the ejaculating phallus being, oh, like, a climactic... Moment. ...finality, mm-hmm. you know, because female orgasm can go on and on and on and on. Anyways, so that, and also, like, um... <laughs> I believe in our episode, we fully acknowledged the ills of social media and um, were offering on the way that we interact with it. And I, I, this is, I think, is another layer of the, of the misogyny, which is that, sure, people of all genders and sorts enjoy Instagram. Most of the people I know who are most into it are ladies. There's a lot of lady entrepreneurs. There's a lot of, you know. Being as it is like a very visual medium that connects us like through pictures and not just logos word. Yeah, and is about connection. And, you know, so like the, uh, I think it's pretty clear to most of our listeners that we, Layla and I are really about uh, the embrace of all dimensions of modern life as part of what uh, what can be enjoyed in a way that connects us to our hearts. And not even in a spiritually bypassing way. Like, we can, if, if interacting with the social media does awaken in a person rageful, dissociative, upsetting things, please interact with that as authentically as it is. That is an important part of your contemplation. Mm -hmm. Like that is the contemplation, my friends. Like be with the thing and be honest with yourself about how it makes you feel and what it makes you want to do. No one is claiming that dissociatively zoning out on the gram is tantric contemplation. Bringing a contemplative attitude to scrolling the gram, however, is tantric contemplation because Instagram just miraculously, for no reason at all, happens to exist within this world of illusions. So all the illusions are here to help us wake up. That's the purpose of them. Yeah, so I, like, I think I that mean, was clear to pretty much everybody but Brian. Because Brian didn't want to hear vapid, whorish hookers talking about contemplation perhaps i mean he did give us a four-star review so let's not project onto brian that he didn't actually love most of what we were saying and just want to give us his two cents well he said said it it fully he what fully lost fully lost him there's a little bit of ambivalence because at the end he says four stars though yeah i mean you know so there i mean ambivalence ambivalence and we were talking about i mean we really honestly brian please listen or don't listen it's up to you the pussies, the wet pussy energy, the heart opened, gushy, love, recognition, connection energy has spoken to us. We are not needing to defend ourselves. But we know 
that many of our listeners, male and female, are aware how much the like distorted masculine patriarchal principle struggles with the surrender of the Babylon frequency to like love and accept and receive all the motions of the swirling universe. And that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's deep shit. So like, it's okay if it frightens you. Like I know many of us are frightened by the notion of like fully embracing. Yeah. And I think like particularly, I mean, just to talk about, okay. So Babylon in one sense, she's, uh, she is just a representation of the divine feminine. Um, I think one of the things that's particularly offensive to many sensibilities about Babylon is that uh, she gives of herself freely to everyone. And this is the same thing that's offensive to people in the parables of Jesus about the Lord and those paradoxical parables about like... The rich man and the poor man. It doesn't really matter what your moral stance was. God loves you just the same way. The same. And I think people um, uh, get really into thinking that there's some, I mean, I know that I do this, like, there's parts of me that really want to be superior about other, like, superior, like, I just, I put on the best Thanksgiving dinners, and I do things the right way. And I spend (laughs) 30 minutes a day opening my chakras, or clearing my chi, or whatever it is, and so that means that I am doing more than others who really could and should be doing as much as me in the same way as me. I mean, there's a lot of unhid, oh, there's a lot of yeah. hidden shadowy serpents in the superiority of anything. Oh, yeah. And that superiority fundamentally is a defense mechanism. It's a way of closing the heart and like keeping walled off from like the disgusting writhing mass of humanity that's not doing things right and not opening their chakras and meditating and qigong every day and is just scrolling (laughs) and it's like the impulse to want to be set apart Mm -hmm. from everybody else is exactly what Babylon defeats. Babylon is like, no, No. actually, like, you all eventually end up in my holy grail, mixed in with the wine of my fornications and the blood of the martyrs of Jesus and the blood of the saints. You're all going in the same cup. It's the same womb from which we are all emerging perpetually. We have all emerged from it. We are all wet with the same amniotic holy fluid. We are all sipping on the same blood. We are all just freaky, leaky, weird, all over each other. Like, our DNAs are just, like, wrapped around each other, telling the same stories in different languages. Like, we're just and we're, all wrapped up. Yeah, we're all, like, literally part of this matrix of reality that uh, that is, we're in, we're in a weave. Tantra right. means weave. We're in this tapestry where we are actually inseparable from each other. So I, we're in, like... Me and Layla are uh, pretty normal <laughs> by, I don't know, societal standards, whatever. <laughs> we're okay. But the, the, we, are, we are interwoven with the most depraved criminals alive. They, they, their existence creates our existence. There's no... This is what they're talking about, people, when they're talking about, like, dissolving the illusion of separation. It's not like... 
we have to, you know, all act perfect and then we'll see that we're really all the same because we're all identical robotic <laughs> automatons. It's that we will realize that like what we are is one big weird soup that contains many different flavors and there's really no pointing the finger at anyone for anything because we are all here like it, we are it. We mm-hmm. are it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this, the misogynistic sort of patriarchal spiritual flavor is like very much has a connotation of like wanting to separate itself from... It's the monastic drive, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Like to be away and to be pure and to be ascetic. And, you know, I mean, not to knock it, like if that is a person's path and that is what really turns your heart on and like gives a person meaning, then... All ways are true ways, you know? All ways that lead you there are great. But, but if you were there, why are you... You're not even right. fucking listening to our podcast anyways. Right. So you're, like, meditating in a cave, which is right. awesome. Good right. job. But if you're in modern life and you are using your phone, you're on Instagram, you're checking out niche podcasts like this By one. By random witches on the internet. You're probably working a job. You have a family, friends. Awesome. You're in the thick of it. You're in the shit, man. Like, you are... You know, sometimes I see those videos online, like clickbait videos that are like, if you watch this movie, uh, you'll never want to eat cashews again. And then you click on it and it's like images of little children, like shucking these like super crusty uh, shells off of a cashew. And like, I guarantee you've eaten a cashew in your life. So like you have children's blood on your hands. You are not better. The phones, the computers that you may (laughs) be listening to this on were made by probably child slaves in China in these scary Foxconn internment factories that we've seen the documentaries about, right? None of us are innocent. There's no way to get some sort of like ultimate detached innocence from this the blanket of empire that we are all swept up in. So if, so taking this, what, what we're interested in is not the patriarchal separating um, sort of spiritual attitude, but really I think we're deeply curious. Hi, baby, baby, baby. Okay. Baby wants more cashews. Baby wants snacks. So what baby Um, wants. Tell them what we're curious about, Layla, about the the more feminine tantric approach to life. Well, yeah, I mean, all when I take the ancients and the wise people and the sages at their word, you know, when I really listen up, I hear them all saying that like, this is a beautiful world and it is here to teach us, to remind us that it is beautiful and to wake up and to remember that and to live with that awareness and to treat one another as the precious co-manifestors, co-manifested, you know, just emanations of the divine, beautiful, overflowing heart. It's all strangely, weirdly all about love in a really demented way because we're all kinky. I mean, that's how you guys all got onto this podcast, right? You're like listening to Carolyn's stuff about existential kink and how freaky, nasty, weird we are because the world reflects kinky, nasty, weird. So that's what is. That is what is. And our job is to bring love and presence and like understanding to that. So, you know, to go back to the children in the cashews and the Foxconn internment camps, 
you know, less we talk about spiritual bypass. I think the, you know, one of the ways to be present with that is to really consume your phone and your cashews and your whatever it is, my friends. Like anyone who's listening to this podcast is living like an emperor. And I think it's wise to open your heart to just the insane amount of access that you have to what you have and to allow it to be like to annihilate your heart with like, my God, how many people contribute along the supply chain to like your relatively speaking from like the vastness of human history experience, like lavish experience and be in the annihilating gratitude of how many people, how many people you are connected to. How many people sacrifice for you? How many people are willing, want, willing, the divine is willing to have this be the case and to have your heart annihilated open by the fact of that? Yeah, and, and it's not like a something that uh, I think needs to be like, oh, I feel so terrible, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's more like, oh my God, I am so inexorably connected and so like richly supported look at me richly supported richly supported and um yeah carolyn's feeding lulu again here we are mixed together in the blood of the saints all of us yeah um this idea is offensive there is something offensive to the idea about opening one's heart legs wide and receiving what really is happening and allowing it to move through you how it actually moves through you instead of judging it and shaming it and trying to be in this like battle battle with it because it's wrong and and I think I think what people are really missing what we're really missing because we are so programmed by this like attainment and like goal orientation and like we have to have a plan and we have to like be doing something is that we think that that's the only way we can motivate ourselves is by like moralizing we think that like the moral attitude gets us there but the aesthetic attitude also gets us there without dividing without conquering without oppressing the the aesthetic way is like the way of opening to like the pleasurable possibility of what is hot next yeah and you know what what turns on women is not the idea of of little children being enslaved that was <laughs> that's somebody else's <laughs> That came from the patriarchy itself that is so obsessed with, like, um, you know, extracting and uh, pumping for profit and is, like, in this weird mindset of separation as if it were possible to have, uh, you know, the truly beautiful world that we, I don't know, not, they're not, people owning the Foxconn factories are not aiming necessarily for a truly beautiful world. They're, They're thinking to get you know, whatever, like a pile of security for themselves. And it's very understandable. It's an instinctual human impulse to create 
whatever magnitude of safety and security and comfort for yourself that you can. But what is dawning, what is awakening right now uh, is this larger, holistic, I would say quite feminine and heart-centered and uh, genital-connected awareness that uh, this ain't the way. <laughs> and this, but, but it's also like, in the meantime, as we're shifting into something new and as we're hopefully birthing something much more equitable and lovely, we don't, like, that birthing doesn't happen just by, like, tightening up into, like, this is so bad. Oh, the Instagram is so bad. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. Like, it happens through an unfolding and a surrendering. And right, this, a- like, I mean, this is what everyone who talks about this stuff is trying to explain. It's subtle, but, like, when we approach these things as though they are bad, as though they could hurt us, as though they are wrong and should not exist, we are engaging with the same vibration of annihilation and oppression and hatred and constriction that is creating the very thing that you are upset about. Those are matching energies that require one another. Mm -hmm. They will always elicit one another. And the heroic, feminine, slutty move is to look at that thing and not necessarily be like, oh yeah, just like rate me, but to honestly look at it and be like, does this turn me on or does this turn me off? Actually, this turns me off. I'm breaking up with it. It's not for me. And then you don't worry so much about what that person is thinking, what that person is like, why that person's doing what they're doing, that entity, that world, that business, that technology. Like, just break up with it. Leave it be. Leave it be. Do not try to, like, put it in prison and spend all your time wondering what it's doing and, like, trying to fix it and manage it. You know what I'm saying? Do you hear? Do you feel what I'm talking about? Like, just... It's, it's a subtle, different way of interacting. And it's internal. It's in your internal sphere. And when you are not interacting from this place of like, ah, 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 I have to fix, I have to change, I have to judge, I have to shame, I have to correct. I have to explain how you're not doing it right. You're, you become, when you let that go, you open up into the larger heart vibration And like, that's important work that strengthens the vibration and makes other people able to feel it as well. Yeah. So, okay, Brian. It's okay, Brian. You're starting to get it now. Yeah, okay. You're welcome. It's like, it's like, you know, he was part of what uh, Brian was saying in his review was, uh, you know, why are we putting out this episode when at the same time that there's been this fresh information coming out as if you didn't already know that these social (laughs) media giants are doing whatever they can to manipulate your emotions in whatever way they can to keep the scroll a going so that their ads are seen. That's their aim. But for honest to God, Carolyn, I'm sorry, I want to just say, like, for honest to God, it's an important part of the contemplation, my friends, because is it not true that your own mental 
vibration, your own mental projections, your own frameworks, your own stories create the algorithm of what you see in your life anyway. People can say beautiful things to you and you can be completely unable to hear it because your algorithm is running a don't trust this ad yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like our so the the brain, the inner monologue is also designed to make us addicted to it and to keep, and to depend upon it as if it were the only thing that could save us as if if we just listen to our thoughts enough and their various paranoias and projections that then we will somehow wind up happy and does that ever work for anybody <laughs> right so like here facebook and instagram are these like holy emanations of the divine unconscious being like look at yourselves humans look at what you do look at how you hypnotize yourselves look at how much you love to watch your own feed scrolling scrolling by like that's a that's that's a teaching from the universe direct to you if you are open to contemplating every experience as a teaching. Yeah. So uh, what I think it's really important to highlight and what I really want everybody to take away from this who's listening of all genders is you can stop being constrained by the Bryans of the world. You can stop taking it personally and being, you know, hurt or put down by somebody saying to you, hey, the way you're doing your spirituality isn't pure enough. It isn't up to standard. It isn't detached enough. It isn't elevating enough. You're... It's not, it's not like disciplined enough. It's not like monastic enough. It's not chaste it's enough. It's not traditional enough. It's not real enough. It's you just like, made it up. It's like, okay, Brian. Okay, Brian. Okay. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> we shouldn't date. <laughs> no, but also, also, I want to say, I think there's people of all genders who get infected with this, you know, fundamentally patriarchal hey. ideology. And that you can say, okay, Brian, to your own mind also. Indeed. We all have our own <laughs> inner Brian saying, it's good, but uh, I don't know, like, is it really, like, doing the whole thing? Well, no, that's what other people are for. And, like, no, this is what turns me on. And, like, this is what I have to offer. And this is how it seems to me. I'm looking through the crystal, and this is what it appears to me to look like. And if it doesn't turn you on, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, okay, so... Lulu's fussing because she wants to watch cartoons on my phone. Let's see. Oh, we've we've been talking for thirty minutes, so I feel like this is a pretty solid little episode that we have here. And I don't know. Um, some parting thoughts. So you can say, "Okay, Brian," to your own internalized misogyny, and you can start to realize that any voice coming from anywhere that tells you that what you're doing is like gross or fucked up or not good enough. Mm. you can just let it go because it's part of this whole egregore that we are letting go of it's very last season it's what we're waking up from it's It's the the old aeon it's it's the way of the past and we are doing our best to be free of it and to follow what actually legitimately really turns us on no matter how weird it is, because what we need is more turned on individuals that will never hurt anyone. Whatever is 
making you like really hot and really on fire today, just go with it, baby. Yeah. Wet ass pussy never hurt anyone. See you guys later. Love you all. Bye. Bye.